The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The first thing we're going to talk about the first place is Dublin. It has uh, apparently Dublin is the fourth most expensive city for a city break in Europe. This was research done in the UK by Post Office Travel Money. Uh, incidentally, Athens, the best value for money uh, in all of Europe, apparently. Of course, you know, ex- somewhere can be expensive, but still be value uh, for money. Uh, Stephanie Preisner, broadcaster and presenter of the Basically podcast, is Dublin value for money? No, like it's absolutely not value for money. I thought this was a trick question when 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 I was asked it. Like, what do you get in Dublin? Like, sometimes I wonder how... Tourists in particular. So it's not really great value for money if you're living here. But if you're living here, you're working here, there's a reason that you're here. But if you come over as a tourist, like, what are you getting for your money? Like, you know, if, if you go to London, like, we, there's the West End, there's Madame Tussauds, there's, you know, a, a lot of offerings culturally. Yeah, we have a couple of museums here, but they pale in comparison. The price of everything is extortionate. You can't rely on getting a taxi. You can't rent a car. If you're up in the morning, the seagulls are up before you. It's filthy. I just don't, like, I was surprised that it wasn't, you know, like, further up the list. Martin, Martin Hart, uh, CEO of the Temple Bar Company, defend your fair city. Well, I think the question I was asked was, uh, have we a, a premium product we should be proud of? And I think the answer to that is yes. I mean, can some of what Stephanie said, is, is it true? Of course it is. But I think... In terms of looking at Dublin and what it has to, to offer, I think Dublin has a lot to offer. Like, I mean, you're comparing it there against Greece, which is an almost bankrupt country uh, to a degree in terms of costs and wages and so on and so forth. And we can come back to that in a second. But in terms of examples, look, I don't agree that Dublin doesn't have a quality cultural uh, and, and, and uh, experience to offer that, that doesn't cost money. I mean, you have everything from the National Gallery to Collins Barracks. To the markets in Temple Bar, which we, of course, would promote, whether the food markets or the book markets or the craft markets and all of the other flea markets that are arriving around Dublin. So, yeah, OK, you know, you can Dublin can take its criticism, but we, we do have things that are that are quality. And yeah, of course, of course, Dublin can be expensive. Other cities can be expensive. I mean, I'm recently after coming back from Amsterdam. And, you know, I think four people into a museum was 100 euros. Um, that's expensive. Um, you know, you could spend two days in the National uh, uh, Museum in Collins Barracks. I don't know if you've been there. It's an incredible space. I was there Just for, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was at the new Michael Collins the, the treaty exhibit and it was wonderful. And when you have kids and you're trying to find somewhere to go in Dublin, you say, oh, there's nowhere to go with the kids. I bring them in all the time. And they're there is a lot to do in Dublin. Yes, Dublin is expensive and can be expensive, but I certainly think my point that it is a premium product that we should be proud of. I certainly believe that. I'm not denying that it's a premium product, but like other things are premium products and can be overpriced. Like electricity, can oh. be, you know, but like there is a cost benefit analysis to be done. And I think that Dublin is overpriced and for what you pay and what you get, it's 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 offensive. Yeah, look, Stephanie, I think you're you're not wrong on certain points, and I, I couldn't disagree with you. But Dublin is a capital city, and it does have, like, I mean, even to run, I run a business in Dublin City, and it's probably an awful, and I'm, like, I suppose I'm reacting specifically to the piece in The Independent today, where they ranked the thing from Athens at number one, I think it was the cheapest. Of course, Athens is going to be the cheapest. The average monthly wage in Athens is a thousand euros a month. Yeah, but you go in to Dublin, Athens, you've got 3,000 like, euros a month. You're, you're at the, like, the dawn of time, the start of history, Greek mythology, the Colosseum, like, there is an awful lot of bang for your buck in oh. Athens and the weather. Hard, hard to criticise Dublin, though, for its location and the fact that it didn't have representative democracy 
when ancient Greece did. Yes, but that's not what I'm criticizing. Like we have, we have, we have Vikings. We're not capitalizing it on uh, capitalizing on that in the way that Athens capitalizes on their, uh, you know, on on their historical culture. We have the Viking Splash Tour, which like screams at tourists and then <laughs> goes into the lift. That's good fun for kids as well. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm not saying it's good for good, but if the discussion is is Dublin value for money. I would like to. I would like to hear someone argue that it is. I think culturally we're, we're we are good value for money. I think compared to other capital cities, and I can only ex- expose what, what I've been to recently or what it, what I see. And I, I do think we have, and perhaps we're not very good at articulating what we have uh, out there in terms of pre- like the national cultural institutions are a gem. Okay, we're based in Temple Bar. There's a, you can go into the IFI and look at a film for six euro or seven euro. You have the you know the lighthouse in Smithfield. There's a lot of benefit there. There's a lot of new and exciting places. There's the alternative. Of Dublin tours, there's the the the, the Dublin walking tours. Majority, I know you're going into it, but tours, a lot of them are free. You go abroad, a lot of them aren't. There's the street art tours. Yes, there's a lot of things that are expensive in Dublin. You have a lot of choice as well, and uh, within the, the city in terms of choosing. But yes, but it is a capital city. I'm not defending that. I'm not saying that it's it's right, but there are costs. Like as I said, it if, you're, like if you're you in Greece, if you're in Greece, well, I have to defend it. I'm only a business there, but if you're in Greece and you're paying somebody a thousand euros a month, the average wage in Dublin is between two and three thousand, two and three thousand euros a month. So the staff costs are going to be higher. So costs are higher here than they are in Greece. So Athens is the cheapest city in Europe. You know that go go figure, so to speak. Irish independent, of course, that was going to be is bloody bankrupt. But there are other, but there are other countries where it's even more expensive. But you don't sort of mind paying for it because. What you're getting is is not, you know, is is just objectively better. And I do agree with you about the cultural thing. Like we have, like even this month, Dumb Fringe Festival, Dumb Theatre Festival, Festival, amazing things going on. Tradfest in January. We'll have over eighty concerts. Half of them will be free, um, and we get people coming from. Berlin, particularly, and, uh, and and Northern Europe, because they're free um, uh, across maybe 30, 40 venues in Temple Bar. So I think that there is value and the but market piece. Things, yeah, I mean... Uh, and we could do better. And there are more markets planned. Well, what what, what specifically, Stephanie, if, if you accept that we have these cultural institutions and they're not But I don't know expensive. that, like, so I've been involved in the Fringe, I've been involved in the Dumb Theatre okay. Festival, I've been involved in those things, and they're not tourist. Tourists don't attend those things. But it's why? I don't know because they're Maybe too they're expensive. Enough. No, I think no, and I think I think you're right. But I, I think sometimes we have to be better at telling people what we have, and 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 I think I agree. Are are getting better at that. They've set up this winter in Dublin campaign, which is running, and they're promoting the fringe and the film. A lot of these things were done separately, and I think you're right. We have an enormous cultural offering. Over it seems the that year. we only offer like Guinness, Beckett, Joyce, and you know, like whatever football match is going to be on. And and that's really disappointing because that gives the impression that like we don't have anything else really except for what we had 150 years ago or 100 years ago. And when you come to a city, like I do sometimes wonder like how how, how would a tourist spend a week in Dublin? Like what would you, is there enough to do for a oh week in God. Dublin? And I know you're, you're going to... I'm ready to go. I'm going to yeah, okay. <laughs> For sure, because we're here and we know it. But you're right. I think we're on the same page saying... We need to yeah. get better at marketing because what but we do you have... Think, I'm sorry for cutting across you, Stephanie. I didn't mean to do that. But do you think that sometimes in Dublin we have this thing about we, we're great at... It's like that Irish begrudgery thing. Ah, it's terrible. Dublin's awful. Ah, it's too... Uh, we, we kind of don't promote what is good about it. And look, there's a lot of bad. 
don't don't get me wrong. Of course there is, but I think we should collectively, everyone, not about you or me, but I think it's just in terms of the tourism piece and even from a media piece that we start looking at what's out there. What you know, and Dublin has a lot to offer. Um, it has a lot of problems as well. But, but is, is that does that not, is, does that not happen in every? I mean, if I go to London, like, and I say, what's the do here? Maybe London's a bad example. I mean, it's a it's a it's a world Brilliant. capital, right? You go to Brilliant. maybe a size that's a city of a similar size. Do the, the locals? The locals are often not the best people to ask about what Possibly. cultural institutions are available on their doorstep. No, how, how many people pop down? How many locals pop down to the British Imperial War Museum? I would wager it's mostly me and the other tourists. Right. Oh, well, I've, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I, you know, but you know the point I'm making that like often the stuff that's under your nose, you you're not great to realise it's go, there. We're not going to go and do the walking tour of Dublin for sure. I agree. Yeah. But are we just talking about cultural things here? Because I think the value for money comes from the cost of hotels, the mm. price of restaurants, how much it costs to get a pint and a burger. Those kind of things are seem to me to be absolutely extortion for what is a really mediocre experience in Dublin that can often be, you know, and I think outdoor dining has made things, in my opinion, worse. Other people love it, but like you're kind of sitting next to where a bin used to be or still is and, you know, we're trying to make things work, but it's just all a bit kind of grubby. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, I mean, uh, right, if people want a pint of Guinness, they might say it's nicer here. But if someone's a lager drinker, their pint of lager is the same here as it is in another European country, but it's about three quid more expensive. Well, yeah. I don't know how you can claim that's good value well, okay. for money. I, I, I came back from holidays in, in France and Holland there recently. I was saying that before. And I had a, I had a pint of Heineken in Saint-Malo. Now, Saint-Malo isn't exactly Paris. It's a village, well, it's a town in northern France. And I wanted something that wasn't too strong. It was nine euros. It wasn't quite a pint. And it was Heineken. Um, even Temple Bar is cheaper than that. Uh, even so I, Temple I know, Bar. I'm not saying something, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming from But you're Temple being Bar. selective there now in your anecdote. I can find but you a hundred points. But I can find you. We could probably go all night. <laughs> we probably could uh, on this one. And, and uh, look, I, I think, and one thing I have, look, across Europe, things have uh, have changed in price. And we've been recently running a promotion in America. It's become really expensive. Um you know, is that is that across the board? Is there value for money? Yeah, I think if you look, should we be better at pointing out where it mm. is? Yeah, I think we should. Um, but I, I certainly wouldn't draw the baby out of the bad water. I think we have a good, we have a quality product. I think we have some issues and problems, but overall, I'm thinking the you know, fear is that place. the price of everything is going to go up now. Yeah, the quality is not going to go up. But you see, the, 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 the price of those things, like a hotel stay and food and drinks, definitely they're reflective of people's wages and energy prices and mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, it's it's hard to compare then country by country, isn't it? Because, you know, the, like like the average industrial wage is going to vary to a great degree, even but within the, the European Union. the average industrial wage is not necessarily going to track with this inflation cost. And the, and, and the inflation costs are rising kind of Europe. No, I'm not necessarily talking about, say, inflation at the moment and wages trying to keep up with spiraling right, okay, price yeah, demands. Yeah, yeah. I just mean in terms of, you know, if we look at the uh, the value for money argument and you talk about hotel stays and food and drink, those the cost of those things is linked in any country, not so much to the value of the experience, rather it's linked to people's ability within the country to pay. So it's linked to people's wages. So while wages are higher here than they are in Athens, we're never going to compare in terms of hotel prices or food prices. In a general sense, I agree with you. But I think if you ask anyone, like, for example, who's coming to Garth Brooks this weekend about the price of a hotel, you can't argue that the price of a hotel is directly linked to the average industrial wage because the price of a hotel has changed dramatically in the last number of months, which is a demand supply issue. You know, we don't need to go into that. But 
I think you can still say like this is objectively not good value for how much I've paid for it. Well, uh, no shortage of text decrying Dublin as a kip as usually happens. <laughs> and quite a few people suggesting Stephanie is a sleeper agent for Cork and it just wants more people to travel <laughs> I'm, to the I'm southwest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stephanie Preisner, uh, broadcaster and presenter of the Basically Podcast, Martin Hart, CEO of the Tampa Bar Company. Folks, thanks a million for coming in to me. Thanks, Karen. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.